But maybe I'm curious to go again for um, the missing pieces of, of maybe in the soft robotic field. And you mentioned that morphological computation is maybe the the superpower for soft robot uh, designing. So if you can tell us, why do you, do you think that morphological computation is so important for designing soft robots? If anyone listening for the first time, what's morphological computation and why it's very crucial for designing soft robots? So the, the concept of morphological computation is based on observation in biological systems. Uh, what we can see is that the, the morphology, the body, the dynamic properties of the body seems to play a very crucial role in the emergence of intelligent behavior in, in nature. So it seems to be a very fundamental principle that evolution has found uh, that works really well, uh, especially in the physical interaction of an agent. Um, this could be an animal, it could be a plant, a fungi, it could go down to, to a virus. Um, it seems to be the morphology is very, very crucial. Um, and this is a little bit counterintuitive to what roboticists are usually think. Because we, when we build robots, we think very much along the lines, okay, we have this body that shoot to a very specific task, like a robot arm in an assembly line, for example. And then we make a controller to control it, to follow it along a specified trajectory. Now, in order to make a good controller, you need a good model which means you build the robot in such a way that you can easily model it. This means you have a rigid body uh, connected by HIDOC servers, uh, so you can guarantee basically um, you follow the trajectory as close as possible. Now nature is, is very different, and, and why is it important to think what nature is doing? Because basically in almost any task, um, biological systems are outperforming state-of-the-art robots. Biological systems are more energy efficient, uh, more robust, more adaptive, uh, more versatile, um, more can learn faster. Um, so there are a lot of advantages that would be very useful for robots that should work autonomously, right? Uh, not just in a factory line. Um, so it does make sense to look at how nature did that and then translate that into a robotics design. And, and another way is also to think about it, if you look at conventional rigid robots, what we can see is they work really, really well if you have a controlled environment, because that's also part of the equation. It's not just the body. You also have to guarantee everything in the environment can be modeled exactly. So the robot, the brain of the robot can make decisions based on that. If you have noise, uncertainty, if you have changes in the environment, suddenly the systems completely break down. And that's why we also don't see this kind of conventional robot out in the open. You don't have these robot arms in your kitchen or walking around with two legs in order to help you with your grocery. Um, because the environment we live in is very, very complex. But it seems biological systems don't have any issue with that at all. And if you look then at biological systems closer, um, and you talk to biologists, uh, for them it's, it's obvious because they see it on a daily basis, that the body plays a very crucial role. A lot of things that we see as an observer that seems to be intelligent is actually not controlled by the brain at all. So um, it makes sense to outsource some of this kind of intelligence to the body. And I mean, people call it morphological mutation, uh, some call it embodied intelligence, um, or uh, like Rod Pfeiffer um, or Josh Bongard, um, Made in City calls it physical intelligence, uh, Rob Wood from Harvard calls it mechanical side of artificial intelligence. 
There was a recent paper by Aslan Mirko Kovac, who who defined physical artificial intelligence. It's it's there are a lot of overlaps here. The the main point is really that it does make sense to consider the morpholo- morphology, the dynamic properties of the body to make better machines um, in general. And soft robotics, as it turns out, is exactly the means that you need in order to build an intelligent body. Because if you have a stiff body, it's rather uninteresting within its dynamics. And it's by design, right? But if you have a soft body, suddenly you get all this richness. You get these really weird nonlinear effects, which seem to be negative on the first look, if you look through the lens of a conventional roboticist, because it makes them really hard to model, really hard to control. But on the other side, if you design them in the proper way, you can actually use this dynamics as something positive for the robot. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yes, we really try to understand how the body can help us. And um, this also means the body is not separated, right? It works together with the brain. So the control and the brain works together and the environment as well. And all three together are actually helping to make the robot more energy efficient, more robust, more intelligent overall. Mm-hmm.